The storm's about to hit. Where's your brother? Yells out a man in his mid-forties, salt and pepper hair tied back in a neat bun. I don't know, Dad. Last I saw, he was with Eileen. Storm's about to hit. We better find him. We pan through the subterranean city of Shalov, nestled deep underground on the planet of Geltov. Up near the opening of a cave, we see the surface as well as two figures. Hey, Eileen, how far do you think we can run out onto the surface and get back before the storm hits? Oh, that's crazy. What a terrible idea. You get caught in that storm and you're going to die. Nah, I've been out and worse. Don't worry. You think I can make it to that rock? The landscape outside of this cavern is barren, desolate, and completely blasted. From the mouth of the cave, the distant gas giant ringed with the debris of thousands of asteroids can be seen. Quickly approaching as the moon begins to shift through the debris field. All right, let's do it right now. Sev takes off running as fast as he possibly can out into the blasted land towards the distant rock that he specified. No, don't. You're not going to make it. Out far in the distance, the first impacts of the meteors hit, blasting the land and destroying everything in their path. And still he runs. The destruction line comes closer and closer. And still he runs. Hey guys, real quick, I want to interrupt and uh, talk about Describe. You'll notice the sound effects as well as the music in this particular episode. And every one of them is provided to us by the amazing folks over at Describe. They have a sonic library, hundreds if not thousands of songs, ambiances, as well as sound effects that are available to help enhance your game, especially if you're dealing with an audio version of a game, like I am. And they're giving us an opportunity to receive a 10% discount. So anytime that you sign up, whatever it is that you sign up for, if you use the promo code GMA at checkout, you'll receive a 10% discount on the purchase that you make. Feel free to swing on through there, take a look at what they have, lots of free options to get an idea. Obviously, you need a subscription to get into some of the Sonic Library type options, but it really helps round out your campaign as well as your storytelling capabilities. Feel free to click the link in the description as well. Thanks again, Describe, and let's get back to Geltov. Tagging the rock, he turns around with the destruction on his heels. His stride falters, he trips, falls, and the storm is upon him. The dust, debris, and rocks act as tiny knives as they lacerate the skin shredding it and flaying him. Exposure typically ends in death as those that have had it fall prey to disease and other infections. 
And then suddenly, with a bright flash, through the actual dust itself, a figure appears, fully wrapped in clothes from head to toe. The figure approaches Sev's body. A swirling maelstrom surrounds him, protecting him from all but the largest of bombardments. Picking up the body, he begins moving it towards the cavern, walking through the disaster that is the storm. Reaching the safety of the cave, the figure does not step foot on the stone, maintaining his feet on the dust. Laying him down next to Eileen as the body of Sev writhes in pain, completely unaware of his surroundings, the figure looks at her. Immediately, she bows reverently. Dustwalker, do not enter is the only reply before the Dustwalker falls to sand and disappears. Welcome back to the Game Master's Academy. This is the show where we strive to make every one of your sessions great. Thank you very much for joining me. My name is Greg. Today we will be looking at another episode of World Builder. This one centered around the moon of Geltov. The moon of Geltov is orbiting around a large gas giant with a ginormous ring set, very similar to the way Saturn is in our galaxy. And as that moon revolves around the planet multiple times per day, it passes through the ring's debris field, leading the front edge of that moon completely barren and hospitable as it takes the brunt force of the bombardment from the debris of the rings themselves. Tidally locked to the actual planet itself, forcing the same face to always be going through that debris field means that on the backside, on the surface, is a thriving world full of all of the things that you would anticipate from a Dungeons & Dragons setting. Monsters, gods, civilizations, large cities. And on the dark side of the planet, or the storm side, as it's typically recalled, no life exists at all. Deep within the subterranean areas on the storm side of the planet are multiple cities underground within these subterranean caverns protecting themselves from the destruction. Why are they there? To harness the power of the dust. The dust that is the rings of the planet are arcane in nature. And through that harvesting of the dust, the planet is able to fuel its many resources, fuel arcane works, uh, utilized as a consumable resource for uh, wizards or other arcane spellcasters, potentially restoring spell slots with its consumption. This creates a demand 
for the dust and thus is what starts or I should say creates these subterranean cities that live on the storm side of the planet sheltered from the destruction that is the dust storm. The figures that are able to move about during the storm are known as dust walkers. They have an aura around them of high wind protecting them from all but the most deadly of bombardments. Mythological creatures that are able to move easily within the storm as they can fall to sand and reappear within a specific area. They are revered among the stormside inhabitants and casually dismissed among those on the aft side of the planet. Though they're rumored to be humanoid, their extreme and prolonged exposure to the arcane dust that falls off of the planet onto Geltov, the moon, has fundamentally changed them and brought about some of those more inhumane mystical properties seen among those of that are aberrations. They have a connection to that magic, to that dust, and are not fully human anymore. Most of their clothing, though wrapped around them tightly, covering their body, the tails of it, as they float in the wind and drift, slowly begin to transform into dust until they just drift and sparkle off behind them with no true form. In combat, they are rumored to be able to move as easily as the sand itself, striking quick and true and falling to dust upon hit, forcing attackers to chase them through the storm or through the dust itself as they traverse over what would typically look like a sandy desert. Long has the history of Geltov included dust walkers. Though most don't know their true origin or where they come from, they do know that they are rumored to appear to help those in need of the storm to help protect ancient secrets that are left buried under the dust and sand. Though mostly forgotten or disregarded by the aft side of the planet where the civilized cultures exist, the subterranean cultures of the storm side of the planet have many legends and ancient histories regarding ancient civilizations, ruins under the sand that hide secrets of the past of the planet as well as the origins of the dust walkers themselves. As I stated, although most are typically helpful and benevolent, those that find themselves exploring reaches that they're not supposed to go to or delving deeper into the areas of the moon that are the hardest hit by the storm may find resistance by dust walkers as they give their lives to protect the secrets that they hold. 
This setting is definitely designed to be started on the storm side of the planet within one of the subterranean cities that exist there. A lot of their light is from bioluminescent algae. Large, ginormous toadstools become the actual houses of the inhabitants. And you're left with this image of a bustling street, multiple toadstool homes lining the space as bioluminescent algae or fungi line the walls, illuminating everything in this soft, almost black light type of lighting. With the party starting on this particular side of the planet and coming accustomed to the unique atmosphere and setting that this provides, there's an opportunity for their travel to the aft side of the planet where a typical civilization occurs as well as the additional culture shock that can be apparent when you take characters that have spent their lives in a harsh environment dealing with the very true and dangerous effects of the storm, the clearly mystical but also true existence of dust walkers, and you place them within a large city that cares nothing about the storm side of the planet or any of the hardships that occur there. Though many of the arcane devices within the city, whether that be lights or locomotion of some kind, uh, basically any of the almost like steampunk type of technology is powered by the abundance of the arcane dust on the storm side of the planet, the individuals that are there truly don't care about where it comes from, the hardships that are happening on the storm side of the planet. They just care about the materials, uh, materialism at its most dangerous. As this occurs, the general greed of the aft side of the planet pushes these subterranean communities to work harder and harder to harvest this arcane dust, collect it, and refine it for sale. And that causes people to take larger and larger risks. Individuals staying out too long to harvest the storm coming and claiming the souls of those individuals as it passes through those rings. Geltov works as a great addition to a Spelljammer campaign, uh, works as a standalone setting, and also provides multiple different opportunities for political intrigue on the after the planet in a, I don't want to say technology-rich type atmosphere, but a steampunk-esque rich atmosphere, as well as a more frontier setting on the storm side of the planet within the subterranean cities. I hope that you find use for Geltov in your games. If you are a player and you want your DM to try to incorporate the planet, um, feel free to have them listen to this as well and uh, add some almost space exploration to your campaign. As we continue World Builder, like I have mentioned on my Patreon, which I will be starting at the beginning of the year, I will have access to 
uh, some additional um, shops, taverns, buildings, things along those lines, potential some NPCs to fulfill that, as well as a monster stat block. Um, I will be making the Dust Walker stat block for this particular setting that can obviously be used anywhere that you have the um, fit for them. So feel free to swing on by and check that out. And also, I wanted to mention a thank you for Describe. Um, as I had mentioned earlier, all of the sound effects, the music, um, are all part of uh, the Describe Sonic Library. I hope you've all enjoyed the Moon of Geltov and the latest edition of the World Builder segment of the Game Masters Academy. I appreciate each and every one of you very, very much. At the beginning of the year, feel free to come join and hang out with me on Patreon with some all sorts of goodies, and I will talk to you guys in the next one. As always, let's let the dice decide. <laughs>